0: Hello, I'm Anthony Day with more thoughts about sustainability. North Tyneside Council is a leader in sustainable development and recently I was invited to take part in the launch of their climate change strategy. The project was led by Tony Turnbull and demonstrates a high degree of cooperation between the council and the local community. North Tyneside started implementing an environmental management system to ISO 14001 back in 2007, well ahead of many other organisations, both public and private. For this reason, they're constantly fielding inquiries from other authorities, keen to share best practice. As Tony says, think globally, act locally. In this conversation, Tony tells me about what they've done and what they hope to do. Of course, the current financial climate may make it difficult for the politicians to continue to commit to the projects. Having said that, we'll hear from Ainsley Ray explaining how the council has made significant savings from improved waste handling and fleet management. And as an example of community involvement, Laura McTaggart explained to me how Nissan was sponsoring an annual competition for schools to build a solar-powered electric car. So where do you go from here? You've got the strategy. Yes. I mean, our no, main
1: strategy is a sustainable development strategy, yeah. which is the overarching one. This yeah. is a... a a sort of byproduct of that and it ties in with the action plans in respect of sustainable development which there's mm-hmm. 12 themes and we cover the 12 themes from energy to yeah. water to river, whatever yeah. and we tie that in with it mm-hmm. so that we've got a, in my mind a full picture of exactly what we want to do within North Tyneside and move it forward mm-hmm. this was the first in the country to have yes he's gone, a sustainable development portfolio at cabinet level and certainly you see that document was it's not just as i said before a council document mm. it's a people's document mm. and you look at the acknowledgements and all the people that had input into this yes. and certainly so the community groups mm-hmm. that that actually did comment yes. it's their document yes and that's the way it should be done but i mean it, we did have an environmental weekend for world environment day um down at the coast and um a full weekend that's and the
2: main day was that was
1: the sort of first day for getting rid of the strategies. And what was significant was there was quite a few people visiting from other councils. Mm-hmm. And actually, one of them actually read it. He'd gone outside and read it and come mm-hmm. back and said, that's ideal for me. It was Northampton Council. He says, yes. I'm going to take that away and implement it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And there was a lad from Sheffield, exactly the same, Sheffield Council. So it was well-received by external visitors. As a sustainable development manager, there's always problems. Mm. And these problems have mm. to be overcome. Cool. People don't like it. They don't like change. They don't like don't like the t- don't like environment. No, we're talking
0: about a fundamental mindset change. Yeah, exactly. So we're talking yeah. about a fundamental yeah. business model change. And, and you know
1: the likes of that there, where we started the energy management pledge for all staff. Oh
0: yes. Uh, yes.
1: And can it's begin to have an effect, yeah. big effect. And then we've got that every council employee's got to have three objectives in the personal review all ascertaining to the environment. Yeah. I did a list for them and they had a choice of what, 10 items of what they were going to do personally and they're accountable for it. Yes. So, you know, the, you see That on that the, side.
3: See the pillars around the wall, where the, <coughs> the windows, where there's like a gap between the, the window, window, window? Yeah. it yeah. used to be what I call a wall washer. Yeah, well, you, like it's it's actually, you can actually see the light fitting there now. Now all of those, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven on that little bit there. <coughs> the, the the lamps have been taken out, so they were just light Yeah, yes. that's all there was. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's just there. Those all the right? four floors that have all been taken yeah. out, and mm-hmm. nobody complained. No. No. Didn't even notice. No. Didn't even
1: know. We've got an ground garage in the car park. Mm-hmm. A lot of lights on. We stopped that as well. Yeah. as well as the car park. Yeah, we went and did the service. We did half-hour uh, audits.
0: Yeah,
1: checked how many computers were left on, etc., etc. It's beginning to have an effect now. Without yeah. we'll here yeah. it's the issues like that that we can't um, legislate for, really. Mm. Mm. <coughs> mm. So, yeah. But I mean, you know, I planned the carbon trust program anyway, and as I said before, I tied that in with the one-to-one program from the Energy Savings Trust,
0: yeah.
1: and to me, that is working well. We stop the Carbon Trust Programme, um, we're doing everything we can up to now to fulfil our criteria, and we put a target of greater than 34% reduction in CO2 by 2020, which is over and above. I think we, we I will think go we'll a that, bit further than that, that to be honest, we'll more than that. but you know, 34% is a government target as well, yes. we just put it greater than to, to have a happy meeting there. Yeah. And yeah. I'm quite confident about that. And all this information here, when it comes together, I think
0: will be quite uh, very interesting. Yes. Well, there's <coughs> a big a big good news story here, if the Council wants to make use of it. Yeah. Oh, I agree. You know, the
1: comments from the strategy, not only locally but nationally, you'd be excellent. And a lot of consultation and a lot of work's gone into mm-hmm. it nationally. This is all pragmatic, practical stuff. I a mean, tremendous job. So we're actually getting renewables into all new sheltered accommodation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And that took some doing, to be fair. Yeah. That, that was a a changing of a change in the big mindset, but it was accepted. So I mean, we don't know how all the projects that we had in mind, you know, like the the North Bank at the time for redevelopment, and the multi and we hope the new sustainability centre, etc. Down on the river with yeah. businesses. Um, we don't know whether that's going to be affected or not. Mm-hmm. The new housing is there. So it, it, it's early times for that, really. But, you know, to be fair, the architects here are really on board. Yeah, so we can make a difference, certainly yeah. in the schools, yeah. And we've got a lot of schools really interested mm-hmm. in, in, and coming up with their own designs and their own ideas, which is really exciting. So
0: well, in a way, you're in a strong position because you've done a tremendous amount. And although there may yeah. be some sort of tenacity, that would be much more yeah. of a setback. You're well, the, 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 you're just at the leash right. here, aren't you? Just oh, yeah, to carry on.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah too, very much so. <laughs> yes, yes. But yeah. the Carbon Trust programme puts you in the top ten, yeah. and we do get a lot of good inquiries. Well, I get a lot of inquiries. Don't I? Yeah. from Westminster, yeah. from yeah. the other councils, etc., etc., which is really good. Yeah. And we do share best practice. Got no hang-ups about being very open.
0: Right. Well, that's that's as it should be because we're all after the same objective. Yeah, right. And this is
1: how you you, you can gauge it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, even from Lakeside been getting questions about, yeah. about decks, about energy uh, saving methods, yeah. all sorts of things. And that's really good because to be part of that, you feel as though you're actually we're getting somewhere yes. and we're helping other councils yes. uh, with our experience. Yeah.
0: So, sharing best practice, sharing experience. I then went on to talk to Ainsley Ray and we started with waste management. So if you don't put it to landfill, what actually do you do with it? Does it mean everything else can be recycled? Yes, everything can be
3: recycled. What about this? Um, What I've done is, I've compared the June 2008 number of skips that we used to have, which was classified as mixed waste, i.e. no segregation whatsoever. Now we used, in the same period, 57 skips. That's 20 cubic yards. Now, in June 2009, we have used 38 skips of segregated waste. So, that basically we pay £160 per skip multiplied by 19 is approximately £3,040 saving in the month of June. Mm. Now, I did a similar exercise last month, which was basically the first month that we're up and running um, on this and we saved round about £4,500. So in the two months that I've checked, we've saved round about £7,500. Mm. Now that yeah. is on skips.
0: You've done this by segregation, basically. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, purely yeah. yeah. segregation. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Uh, now you, you mentioned that if there's uh, materials over-ordered, yeah. you can send them back and use them on a different project. Yeah. But if you're talking about materials which are recovered because of demolition or something, and they can't be reused, you're still managing to keep them out of landfill? Yes. Okay. So you're already saving what? £7,500 right. in yeah. two months? In two months,
3: yeah. yeah. So what's, I would think we'll be looking at around about thirty to 40000 saving. It's more important that we don't send as, as much as we were to landfill. That, to me, is it, it's more important. And this basically evidences the situation where we're at, That's how we're doing it. Okay. What
0: what's what's it cost you though to, to do this?
3: Basically what's happened is was we've 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 actually got one personnel one person additional. Internally we've we've um, realigned duties, existing staff, instead of doing this task, they're now doing this task. So basically I think the only additional expense that we've got is the the yard person who mm-hmm. so basically all he does is supervises kicks butt where necessary what about your savings to landfill as I say this is just a part time job for yeah, me right, yeah, you okay. know and I'm just trying to sort of <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> doing your spare time <laughs> just <laughs> doing <your> spare time <laughs> and the time just gets a little bit on top I'm just I just, I'm, I don't know, I suppose I'm just passionate about this really yeah. you know, I think yeah. it's something that was very very slipshod um, I could see a lot of um, <clears throat> you know a lot of mileage in doing this yeah
0: and as landfill charges go up your savings increase every year and they are yeah. going up Obviously, yeah, they they yeah. the,
3: yeah. the plans. and obviously yeah. if we don't bring our landfill down obviously there's penalties and this type of thing which yeah. we're trying to avoid as much as we can yeah. yes. so every little helps okay. Okay. so the 30 to 40 thousand a year is saving in landfill taxes is that right? Uh, not to save no it's a saving actually in, um, in both it's landfill mm-hmm. right, and also the, the hire of skips Oh, but we don't hire as many skips right because it's right. now it's more organized and whatever, so that's where, that's where the, the main costs are mm. saved in sort of, I think we reduced mm. from uh, from fifty seven skips yeah. of mixed waste, we now go to thirty eight skips of segregated waste, and you 've got the same level of activity have you uh, no, not really. Um, I would say we're doing roundabout. Fifteen million pounds worth of work more. Oh than right, so the previous yeah. year. So this is. I try. I try not to sort of like get people going down a garden path because I like to say yes. Well, this is what we're doing. I mean, if I sort of had a look at the turnover of the construction group, but well, I can tell you that we're doing more work um, this year than we did last year. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. So the next thing, passionate one mm. about fleet.
0: Yeah, you mentioned that when we met at the at the launch, didn't you? So what you did then, you fitted tracking vehicles to the to, yeah, the, to, to the the sort of tracking devices device, to yeah. these vehicles. Mm-hmm.
3: But basically, the, the, the tracking devices, it's sort of uh, basically you've got a television screen and you can interrogate the full system. You can find them basically where where your guys are, st- know, when sure. you start, when they stop. It's right, what I call proactive fleet management. So now we can look on the system. We can find the nearest vehicle which is a- available. And we say, right, the next job right now is there. Mm. And you save how much on fuel? On on fuel, um, there was a saving of eight thousand eight hundred and fifty nine litres of fuel now at a cost of approximately nine thousand pounds. I've just taken that as basically a pound a litre. Because because we're proactive and we could sort of um, direct vehicles to sort of the problem areas, it would appear that we've saved seventy thousand miles. Oh. Now if we use the DEFRA calculating tool, this gives us a reduction of 23,303 kilograms of carbon emissions. Now, this is, the, this is the little bit which is sort of a little bit up in the air, as far as I'm concerned. Now, regarding the efficiencies, the above figures were achieved with 26% increase in more operational working days. Now, basically, that means that vehicles were sort of... Were, um Not sort of um down because of things like repairs and this type of thing actually the, the the vehicles actually produced twenty six percent more than what they'd done the previous year in output Does that make sense
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you've got a greater output and a much better mileage
3: yeah defensive insurance claims because if you can imagine we get a lot of claims from the public where they will state that council van was reversed and bumped into my car, right, here's a bill for £500, we need a new whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, by using this system, we can interrogate, A, if that person was um, in that area. because yeah. A lot of the time, <clears throat> they're not, but it's like everything else, So, it's a council van, just blame that. It also happens with um, traffic and other transport violations. Insurance claims runs into a lot of thousands of pounds. Mm. Now there will be a saving. So the cost per tracking device on a vehicle is round about four pounds per week.
0: Ainsley went on to tell me how they're now using up to seven and a half percent biodiesel in the fleet, and they've got plans to put 50 mile an hour speed limiters on all their vehicles as well. Except for the gritters, they'll keep them down to 40 miles an hour. They've put well-driven stickers on the backs of all their lorries and they've got more compliments than complaints, which is encouraging. They're looking at the tyres and the suspension because they can save money and they can reduce damage to the road surface. They're also putting in quieter brakes. All these things improving the environment and, paying for themselves, saving money. This isn't just about the council, it's about the whole community. Laura McTaggart told me about the school based scheme where Nissan encouraged pupils to build a model solar powered car.
2: So So basically, what happens
0: is you've got this kit.
2: You get given a kit. And And does that,
0: what, one to each school?
2: No, you get two.
0: All right. And this is a plastic tube.
2: Yeah.
0: About six inches in diameter, whatever that is. I've got an actual kit in my bag
2: if you want to see all the bits you get with it. And you get like the solar panel, you get wheels, cogs. So you can tune it, because there's two different yeah. um, competitions. There's one for design, and then there's one for um, speed. Uh-huh. So for the one of the ones, it's about designing the outer body shell. So one of them, for example, had made it into a boat. And they put their solar panel on the top. So it was raised up, so it caught the sun, and it, it went really well. Mm-hmm. But so it, it depended on what the school's imagination was for what they wanted to you do, know, because some of them had made them into dragons and things. The other one was to do with speed. Um, and they had, to, they had the kit, but it was up to them what they wanted to do with it. Um, and some of them were, like tune them as well because you can tune some of the gears, on, and obviously, so it's not going to go mega fast. Right. At least with a bit of saw and you tune it, it will move a bit quicker. Um, and then so basically, they got this hit, kit, yeah.
0: and they had to make a car, yeah, which w- presumably was about thirty centimeters long, or yeah. So it was a model, it's only, but, only about
2: yes. the
0: gear, but I Yes. And uh, either go for a design prize or go for... No,
2: they're going to both categories. Oh, they do? Yeah. The, the, the same vehicle they goes get to get both categories? No, they get two kits. So ah, one's yes. specifically oh. for speed and the other one's for design. Right. Right. Um, so they've got like, a chance to win. Yeah. This yeah.
3: wasn't Nissan, um, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it Their, was their track sort of uh, testing track centre. Uh-huh.
2: <coughs> it's like a full day event as well. <coughs> and we will have like, different like claim across from um, PowerGen. They do workshops there as well. So it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a big thing for them. And mm. again, Trip to Casp was the main prize Was just like a school that does Energy yes. energy excellence. Topmare. Yeah. Nice. They got a trip to Cassop,
3: which is a city. Oh, wow. It's
1: renowned for its environmental uh, work yeah. and oh. sustainability. And
2: it's like the, the school and the head teacher actually <coughs> <we> <coughs> run the day for the people who win as well. Oh, yes. So yes. it's it's taken off, it's doing really well. We just hope it'll raise the poor of next year. Mm. I mean, for the first year that we've been involved with it, i got six schools on board. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty good, considering yeah. some of the local authorities who've been in it for years So only have three. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's just having yeah. contacts within the schools now to push it forward.
3: So it
0: will run every year, will
3: it? Yeah, yeah. It's
2: defi- I've just been at the meeting today, and it's planned for next year. Anthony, yeah.
3: before you go, mm-hmm. what have you got to do? Make a car. car. Make a one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I built one, and I drove home. Well, perhaps not yet, but electric cars may well be the future because the day that I was up on North Tyneside, Nissan announced that they were going to build a battery plant for electric cars, so the future's in the North. Shortly after completing this recording, I learnt that North Tyneside Council had had a successful ISO 14001 audit. It's the result of a tremendous amount of hard work by numbers of people. It will deliver significant financial benefits to the Council, and to the Council taxpayers, for years to come. Sustainable business strategies. Thanks for listening, particularly as this is quite a long session, and uh, do look forward to the next one. My name's Anthony Day. Till the next time.